and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 222! The It's a palindromic, all the same number episode of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate first watch, rewatch. I'm Nixie. And I'm Grace. I was trying really hard to stay quiet during your intro because I mistimed the start to the recording. I was like, oh, here's the chance where I can sync it well. Yeah. Because if I just stay quiet and then start talking as soon as Nixie's dead. And then, of course, I had to sputter. Yep. <laughs> because funny. That's how uh, that works. Uh, by the way, I'm Grace. <laughs> We're watching today. Stargate Atlantis, yep. season two, yep, episode fifteen, uh-huh. the Tower, the Tower, aka, AKA it's good to be king? Question <laughs> mark. Um, I mine was something uh, uh just like it's a great D and D one shot, the D and D one shot <laughs> episode. I love that. I think another good one is. I never see those coming. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I never see those coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely I a like Kirkian. The way that he says those. Yeah, while just staring blatantly, at <laughs> blatantly at her breasts. <laughs> well, what have well. what have we been doing non Stargatey pop culturey this week? Such many things. Mm-hmm. Preparing, preparing, um, holding on to our butts for The yeah. Last of Us 2. You're not it excited or anything. Let me tell you how intense we are dealing with this in our house. We have taken the time off. We yeah. will be, just so y'all know, we'll be taking the time off from the pod as well. I think it's okay to share that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have, um, I think, a really fun tangent cast next week. Y- yeah. Um, so we'll be doing that. We'll be having, I'm so sorry. My new seed allows me to look out into the lot and Drakey just threw himself uh, on his back. I've and seen that rolling. move. Yeah. Um, and I'm also seeing that our lawn has mushrooms because it's Florida and I need to get rid of those after this pod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thankfully nobody seems interested in them. Uh, preparing for last of us. Uh, we've got a schedule of snacks, a schedule of meals, a schedule of things we'll be doing to step outside <laughs> from the game. We are mentally preparing ourselves as much as we can because it's going to hurt. It's uh, such an aware. uplifting, you know, energetic, positive game. Yeah, well, and, and just, yeah, if, if you know, the whole post-apocalyptic thing itself weren't enough, yeah. the character itself goes through some shit. I, yes, um, I've heard. <laughs> Um, so that's the other, that's one thing. The other thing we're super hyped about, it's very PlayStation themed week at our house. Okay. Uh, play, uh, the PS5, um, live event just yeah. happened. I heard and this. holy moly, things look really cool. I've, um, I've, it's fun to hear from brother Matt because we, as we've mentioned, 
Uh, our uh-huh. our this household tends to be an Xbox household, um, yeah. not for any specific reason of that's just what we've had. And I know brother Matt tends to be an Xbox person as well because of the games he enjoys. And so it's fun hearing the filter from him about his hype about the Xbox and also his hype about PlayStation. <laughs> oh my God. These games. Um, uh, there's a couple in particular. Let's just start with the Spider-Man game. The newest spider the The old Spider-Man game was gorgeous. Yeah. The new one is fucking spectacular oh my god um and then the new horizon zero dawn which uh is a really another cool game that y'all should check out um if you haven't had a chance to it's just beautiful you would love it it's just gorgeous to look at i have not yeah um and 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 our lead girl is played by ashley burke who you know as a critical i do know love and enjoy ashley burke (laughs) Ashley Burke is the lead, uh, whose name I forget because I'm forgetting everything as we're talking. Her name um, is just Ashley Burke now. Yeah, no, no, no. Trust me, this girl has earned her own name. However, um, I just don't remember it. But she, she, <laughs> she is very cool. Our, our our protagonist is super cool. She fights things. She's got bow and arrow. She's got other cool stuff. I do uh, love bow and arrow. Very fun times. Um, ugh, I'm so mad that I can't remember her name. Um, <laughs> the new Resident Evil caught me completely the fuck off guard. Yeah, because um, that doesn't tend to be a game that I go for normally. Yeah, uh, I don't know that you would want to play the Resident Evil, but you will be more interested than you have in the past ones. Um, I'd be one I'd watch other people play. Yeah, yeah pro- possibly. Uh, I believe it's called Village. Um, guys, I just, I, I just love this world. The world of video games is really freaking cool. And I love that their stories, uh, I've just been in this very loving mood towards gaming and games itself that I actually started mm-hmm. to play, uh, uh, replay the game journey last night, which that I think you should have access to on your Xbox. Um, it was released in like 2012 or something a long time ago. And it, the yeah. whole game takes maybe three hours to play. The entire game, start to finish. Okay, I think I've heard yeah. a journey. Um, there's yeah. no pauses. There's no save points. Um, uh, okay, so the way I describe it, it's like a um, deprivation tank in video game form. It is a hmm. bit of a mind fuck in a, in a great way. And it's so beautiful, too. Um, so nice. if you have the time if you get to that space i definitely do say check it out and i think they have another one called flower which was cool but i didn't love as much as i love journey uh games games video games games Uh, yeah i have been spending a lot of this week sackboy's big adventure sewing sorry (laughs) it was one more (laughs) it was one more i forgot about I was just saying before um, before we started recording the podcast that uh, if 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 you're in that Ashley Johnson mood oh, yes. that you want a much happier, uplifting version than um, than Last of Us, I don't know anyone else who's a Critical Role fan that listens to us. Um, they have been doing these they're called narrative yeah. telephones, and I really wish I really kind of want us to do like a, the, <laughs> our group to do this too. I don't know. One person starts telling Keep a story, walking, and they telephone, tell the story. Seconds. 
but keep going. That's fine. And uh, and so this week, uh, the person who started the story was Ashley Johnson, and she told the story from with with from the point of the view and the voice of Pike Trickfoot, uh, which which fans of Campaign One <laughs> know that Pike Trickfoot is was not only one of my favorites, but was also a little bit inspiration for my Sam, my gnome character. <laughs> And so it was just like the sweetest. It's like you put sugar on top of sugar on ice cream. It was like the sweetest just wholesome. thing in the entire wholesome world. As fuck. It was so <laughs> adorable. And as she said, she apparently had like sanitizer on her camera and just was going to clean it off, but didn't because it gave that like <laughs> angelic extra, yeah, you know, feel. Yeah. Um, I'll have to check yeah. it out because I've been where I am. I'm just watching playthroughs of The Last of Us Part 1 a lot. <laughs> Aside from just playing games and just... We have started watching um, because we now have HBO Max, which gives us access to a show we did not have access to. We have started watching Doom Patrol. Oh, that's... Which I'll admit, I didn't know what that show would be. I didn't know if it was going to be a comedy or what, because I'm not super familiar with Doom Control, but, like, you have Alan Tudyk in a show, and I'm basically going to watch it no matter what. It's... It is not as trippy as Legion, but it is trippy as fuck in a really fun way. Doom Control, is that Marvel as well? It's DC, it's DC, because right, all of yeah. the stuff on HBO is oh, I DC. Didn't know that. Okay, that, to the point of at one point, there's a donkey that farts. That the fart is visualized and spells out words, and then there's another part where a <laughs> is it blue or purple like horse head comes out of a desk that it's a unicorn but it's a railroad spike and it has a french accent and it's singing oh, sure. to them. that sounds normal and legitimate yeah. and good things yeah yeah absolutely I'm it's <laughs> it's kind of yeah. awesome and i'm into it way more than i thought it would be <laughs> i'll have to check that one out um in two weeks when my life is my own again uh, yes. <laughs> really? I'm yes. Just, we're hunkering down in preparation. Let me tell you how severe the preparations are getting. Not only are we making a list of snacks yes. that will be healthy so that we can continue and have mm-hmm. the endurance to play because we are not young people anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also like prepping the house, like making sure the couch is yeah. clean and fluffy and good and the corners are all cleaned up so that everything's mm-hmm. set up. Um, my next step is to find blackout curtains because if you can see the window behind me, yeah, you you can't get the glare on the TV. That window is closed. Believe it or not, the blinds are closed. <laughs> They're yeah. just white blinds in the Florida sun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, blackout curtains are also in our future. Um, and it faces. It faces east, so it's just yeah, all sunlight. The, the whole morning will be the ruined if we don't do something about it. Yeah, um, exactly. So that, that's the next fun step. Um, guys, I'm just really excited. <laughs> What's really amusing is that uh, our household is going camping, <laughs> uh, socially distancing camping, and a lot of our plans are identical <laughs> in terms of 
meal prepping yeah. and organizing <laughs> things and preparing and yeah, yeah and being ahead of the game um we're gonna do um we're gonna do outside video games in terms of nick has bought me a fishing oh. pole which i blatantly told him that don't spend a lot of money on that fishing pole because i fish by putting the line out in the water and then reading that's how i fish so you know don't invest a lot in the fishing (laughs) pole it's probably not going to ever have a fish on it um it's gonna be good times Uh, i'm excited for both of us we're gonna have a nice long weekend well earned i believe yes um so we'll we'll be here next week um but with a tangent for y'all we have a real fun tangent plans. Um, they'll hopefully there's a large section of people who will thoroughly enjoy it. It crosses over two of the things that you know we love on this <laughs> check, podcast. Check, 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 check. Is all I'll say. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Already, ready. Let's. We do ready? It. February third, two thousand and six. Written by Joe and Paul, uh, and directed by Andy nice. Makita. Um, and basically, almost everyone in this episode are people that we've previously seen on SG-1 right. episodes. Um, but the one I wanted to point out, because I don't know if you recognized him, is Jay Brazo, uh, the Lord Protector himself. Okay. Did you recognize him at all? No. Do you know who he is? Come oh, try my God! How did I not catch yeah. that? He's Harlan. Harlan. Yep. So can we call him Harlan throughout the episode? Yep. Lord Protector Harlan? Sure. Lord Protector Harlan. <laughs> so we start We start already off world in a very oh, yes. quaint D&D village. <laughs> and this is clearly a mission where McKay is like, why the ever-living fuck am I even uh-huh. here right now? This has no technology. He has no interest in any of this stuff. And I applaud Taylor for still trying to educate and explain McKay by being nice to neighbors is Being good. nice to people is a nice thing. So here's my question. Like. Oh, go ahead. No, you go yeah. first. I was just more of like the fact of like, sometimes you can say hi to people and then meet people when you don't want something from them. It's allowed. It's allowed to just be kind yeah. for the sake of kindness. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So here's my question, right? Last time we saw McKay, he had been in an underwater um, coffin, trapped for a long time. Yeah. Um, at, near the brink yep. of death uh, because he went on a mission that he didn't want to go to. How long has it been? And how long did he mm. milk that? I'm guessing it's been about a week, and I'm assuming he's always going yeah. to milk like it. Like he's like I feel like always. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a month after that mission, and he spent the first week in bed with people bringing him meals. Yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know what I mean, walking him to the bathroom <laughs> as it's. But he also has, like, his tablet with yeah. him in bed so he can, like, you know, clearly the city can't keep up like, without him. Like, he's the guy him, with but... the bell who's sick and who you're like, oh, please, yeah. please never get sick because you're the worst <laughs> sick person. Um, but he, yeah, I think it was a week before John and Weir were like, get up. 
Mecha- like, Carson kicked him out of the infirmary after day Carson one. Carson tried his best to just be kind and be there for him, and then he got stressed mm-hmm. out, and they're like, okay, Carson, you're not in charge of him. We're going to put some grunts on it. Yeah. And then he drove those grunts into the ground, and then it took fear of getting your butt kicked by Ronan <laughs> to get him out of bed. That's my conclusion. And he's still salty about it <laughs> yeah. to this day. It's like he has a healthy fear of Ronan's biceps, which we all should. Yeah. Uh, that's that's you my should, new yes. AKA, a healthy fear of Ronan's biceps. <laughs> I mean, you know, things, things, sometimes you can both revere and yeah, fear things. Yeah, uh, would be the word that we're looking for. Yes. <laughs> A.K.A. That, actually, that works for a number scaroused. of things in this episode. A.K.A. Scaroused. <laughs> you know, I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> anyway. Um, but McKay just doesn't understand why they have to be friends with every single <laughs> agrarian yeah. culture in the galaxy. Because pretty sure along with lemons, McKay is allergic to farming. He's just allergic to outside. He's, he, yeah. You know what? The he more is. and more, I may have said this before and realized it, but I forgot and I'm realizing it again. He is domestic partner, boyfriend, Jesse. A very, very smart <laughs> indoor kid who yes. will do okay if, Forced outside, but does not want to be there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we have friends, I may be married to one, that tries to get friends who are indoor kids outside as much as possible. Yeah, if if domestic partner boyfriend Jesse is McKay, then uh, husband bartender Nick is Ronan. Oh, he's Ronan. (laughs) Oh, 100% Ronan. He is a man of few words. (laughs) All fists. Um, and, and, and John comes out and he's like, look, every planet can't always just have cool technology and open-minded women, which look, that is not my favorite look on John, that line, but we'll move on. So here's my theory on that line. He tried to to get on someone in this little market. Inside that house. And it did not go well. And he's just a little salty. Nope. Because for the most part. He's pretty pretty cool about those kind of things. Like, cool in the sense yeah. of, like, he doesn't seem like an aggressor or someone who doesn't respect a woman's right. Yeah. Or, uh, you know that people are people. Um, but in this moment, he's a little I think salty. he's also... Well, I think he's also just someone, because we've mentioned before, like, John is... is I use the term flirt and it's not the quite appropriate because he's just someone who has that mm. charm that he charms everyone, whether that be men or women. And so it, usually that charm or that flirting doesn't fail him it's very kind often. Of like, he's not Jack Hartness. He's he's no. more the tenth doctor. He's yes, it's exactly. Like he's not overtly so, trying to get in your pants. He's just very charming. No. He's just extremely charming. His charisma, as we've mentioned, off yeah, the scale. for sure. So, um, Eldred introduces himself and comes in, and, and everyone here in this village is very busy. It is harvest time. They have to volunteer tribute to the mm-hmm. tower, and he seems... This whole episode, he's basically just annoyed at our team's he's presence like, the in the village. is ruining my life. hundred <laughs> percent. Um... And, and we learn that this village 
among all the villages on this planet get protection from the wraith from the tower don't worry towers nearby we can point Mm -hmm. it out so they travel through the woods into the woods out of the woods (laughs) and home before dark and oh look in the distance it's a tower that looks very reminiscent of some yeah. ancient architecture. It's like a half-assed cell phone tower where it's sort of covered in vegetation to blend in, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> and I also just have to give credit where credit is due right here. I am very happy to see Taylor joined the Sleeves Are Bullshit Yay. Club because girl got arm guns that should be shown. Yeah. Um, I... You know, I was never part of the Sleeves or Bullshit fan club uh, for a long time um, in my life, period, just out of insecurity. Yeah. Um, And then I moved to Florida where I was like, fuck (laughs) this weather. (laughs) Sleeves are bullshit. I'm going to admit I'm I'm in the same club. Yeah. Pant legs are bullshit. Basically, as little clothing as possible is the way to go. I've, uh, I've, 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 I think I've mentioned on this, this pond before, I, I am a sewist and I'm in this process of making as much as a handmade wardrobe as I can. And every time I go to make a t-shirt, just sleeves get forgotten to put yeah. on them. So I have a lot of just sleeveless, not like tank tops, but like the muscle tank look. Yeah. And that's, I think Florida just eats sleeves. But that's the, yeah, the nice thing in sewing too, is when you don't put sleeves on. It's just done faster. <laughs> yep. Ta-da. Yep. That's actually been a couple things. I had a dress where I was like, I'm too lazy to put sleeves on it. Look, there's no sleeve. Like this is a sleeveless dress now. <laughs> it was always the plan. Yep. So after credits, back in the village, Eldred explains that the great... That this great weapon that the tower has to protect the village and all everyone on the planet from the wraith. There's usually thousands of bright lights that swarm up to the wraith ships, and that pretty much stops everyone in our team dead in their tracks. That sounds like a thing uh, we know. Because that sounds <laughs> yeah. familiar. And I mean, no one has seen a wraith ship in generations, but you know, sometimes the Lord Protector likes to demonstrate his power oh, to the great. people. That's always fun. <laughs> and obviously you can't just go meet the Lord Protector because only the Royal Court is allowed in the tower. Um, but Eldred, you know, uh, he'll see what he can do <laughs> in the tone of very much, who the fuck do you people think you are? You think I'm just going to get like permission for you people to go to the tower yeah. or not? Um, in Belle's village from the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, they're like, bro, we're just trying to make a living. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, we don't, we, we barely have yeah. living, uh, let alone questioning yeah. the man. We, you know. So after he leaves, the rest of the team explains to Ronan how cool squid drones are. <laughs> and McKay gets a little excited yeah. about a ZPM possibility. like a thing McKay would do. This is why you come, McKay, because you love these things. <laughs> I yeah. know. I just have to point out to those of you who are able to watch the video in the background behind Grace is a dog that has such forlorn and dog wee behind oh, him right um, that it's like someone has like murdered his favorite toy and there will never be joy in life again. Yeah, um, 
is what that My looks dogs like. have on or off buttons. There's no level. It's either completely <laughs> yeah. on, completely off. Uh, they're currently... I think I have that same yeah. problem. So, yeah, you can see one in a nice little over-the-shoulder pose. And then if I slide over... Mm-hmm. Ta-da! Yep. A magic second dog appears. Boom. Okay. So, John checks in with Weir back in Atlantis, telling him about their new find. Uh, You know, pretty sure it's not ancient here, since feudal society and tribute isn't quite their wheelhouse. (laughs) You ever never know, though. It's probably not actual ancients, yeah. That's not their deal. Yeah. Although we did have find one uh, who so was a local sort leads of leading a cult, sort of. This is true. This is true. Anyway. <laughs> and a local leads McKay to the base of the tower. Doesn't really go want to go further because only nobles are allowed at the tower. And naturally the local explains that which makes a noble truly noble is naturally their yeah. bloodline. I have to say, um, I want to give credit to McKay for being the one to find a local guide and being like, I'm not doing any of the hard work myself. I'm just going to hire this guy. Like, he's yeah. the guy who goes on vacation and, like, pays some kid in a cafe and be like, hey, I'm going to pay you a shit ton of money to mm-hmm. just come with me everywhere so that you can translate. Yeah. Show me all the cool yeah, shit in town. Mm-hmm. Not against no. it, man. <laughs> So, soldiers from the tower are back at the village, talking to Eldred, sort of. We see him across the square. They're clearly dressed very fancy, clearly higher, you know, finer clothes than the locals. And then they're a little, they get a little, they get a little excessive forcey, you know, all on Uh Eldred. We're going to skim over that a little bit for the sake of reality. We are going to just... Uh you know, we're going to pull vault I over that one. I think it's where we stand on the reality world of that stuff. But we also don't like it in our fake guys, worlds. I... <laughs> yeah, uh, guys, I watch a lot of documentaries. My favorite one, Netflix 13. Go watch it. Okay. Anyway, so we're pole vaulting <laughs> over that thing. And so we are we're ready to use Eldred as an example, <laughs> the constable is. And clearly, John and our team... Ain't gonna let They're that not shit fans fly. Of that type of things. We have no. guns. No. Yeah. Yeah. So thankfully, before things can come to you know a violent uh, moment, um, Ortho arrives, okay. and you know the Lord Protector's Chamberlain, as we learn. I'm gonna probably put an R in his name, the entire name, because Otho. Otho. No, it's like. Ortho. I'm just gonna call him Ortho because I think I've spelled it. Seven it just rolls times. off my tongue better. Yeah, I recognize there's no R in it. Oh, sorry. So, so I think I spelled it Othro, Ortho. Yeah. It's O T H O. I just think in But my, I'm just gonna put an R in there. We know that's wrong because Ortho Same sounds words. better. <laughs> ortho. Anyways, ortho. he tells the guards to stand down and start mm-hmm. scanning them. Um, clearly, they are not going to be allowed to see the Lord Protector armed mm. with weapons. That's not a thing. And suddenly, the scanner, as he scans Tayla and then Ronan, and it starts beeping as he scans John. And without a second thought, he has the guards take John. Oh boy. Which clearly was going to go over uh-huh. great. Everyone's fine with that. Clearly, no swords would be drawn everyone or anything that. over that. Ironically. <laughs> 
and and the locals try to encourage like hey just let shit happen hey hey, hey, these guys but since the not fuck with them just don't fuck with yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, and since the lord protector sees all knows all knows john would need a demonstration of his power sends a squid drone to smash into the ground nearby with a threat that it may kill people if there's a second one that has to be fired if john doesn't go with them and turn his weapons over so reluctantly there's a heavy truck driving by for kaylee kaylee is unhappy with the fact that shepherd goes with she is uh, not wanting to see another drone come away, John puts his gun down, and Ronan and Taylor yeah. follow suit. Damn it. Um, McKay and his local Baldrick, who we, the local is called Baldrick, by the way, who's super nervous about yeah. being here. On the, essentially, it's like being on the king's land, yeah. like, We're no. We're basically trespassing right now. Um, he... <laughs> Hundred uh, percent, and he finishes his scans, and Taylor radios them that the soldiers took not only John but their weapons, and and I love the case like what you just let them you just let them go. <laughs> Taylor's like, yeah, we had such a choice yeah. in the matter. We, we really didn't let them <laughs> as much as they <laughs> didn't kill us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot for McKay to confirm it was a squid drone with good aim to scare, mm-hmm. not kill. Uh, and we still see the, the smoking impact area. And I like how Ronan's just like tamping out little <laughs> fires with his feet. Well, what the hell else can he do right now? <laughs> so John comes over the radio asking if McKay found any of the scans. And he did. Like there is a ZPM there. Really low levels of power. Um, but more interesting than that, there's like a whole underground situation oh, going yes. on. Um, it's like this massive buried structure. It could be the size of Atlantis I mean, even. Cool. Which, when we cut to John's point of view, doesn't actually surprise him that much. Considering he's basically in the gate room if it was taken over by a tacky Renfair. Um, I love the clever reuse of a of a set uh-huh. <laughs> for this good oh, yeah. job writers way to, oh, way yeah. to write that in for us <laughs> but yeah it's like full on Renfair yeah it's uh that's exactly how I would word that it's or, or even like medieval times mm-hmm. <laughs> no I actually think medieval times is probably a lot tackier <laughs> that's fair with all love to medieval yeah, yeah. times. <laughs> so, we soon meet the Lord Protector. You can tell is not well. Uh, not the peak of health. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to show it. Lord Protector, come try He him. takes his throne and... Yes, Lord Protector, come try him. He takes his throne and the rest of the court, like, come in with him. And, needless to say, his throne is definitely an ancient weapons control yeah. chair. Yeah. I remember, I feel 100%. like, um, I only remember Jack in that chair. I know that other people have been in that chair a lot. I remember at the beginning of Atlantis, Carson well, hated being in the chair. Yeah. But in uh-huh. my mind, it's always, always um, Jack. It's just, yeah, just Jack. Just Jack. Because he sit. Jack used to sit in it full lazy boy style. Like, I'm surprised there wasn't a beer in his mm-hmm. head every time he sat in it. <laughs> Yeah. 
It's definitely Simpsons yeah. watching mode. <laughs> um, I do have to give mad props in this episode to the costume oh, department, fair. though. Yeah, they do a pretty decent job. There's some, some good costumes in this one. It's gotta. Those had to be yeah, fun yeah. to make. And uh, of course, the Lord Protector knows who John mm-hmm. is before Johnny can even introduce himself. Uh, he, after all, can see and knows all in his domain. And he has, he has some controls on the chair that we haven't seen before on ours, including like a nice little HUD spy control. Yeah, cool little TV function. Like, where's, where is that camera? Is it just like a hovering drone that he can send around? I, I think so. I think it just goes where he wants it to go. So it has to be places that he knows of. It's like yeah. a scry, I think. It's a, it's like. I think it's very much like yeah. a scry. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a scry. <laughs> to continue the D and D theme, uh, and 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 the Lord Protector explains that the show of force was necessary. Uh, John is is not necessarily a prisoner. He's a guest. With a little prisoner thrown in the side, mm-hmm. probably like not, probably not He's full like guest. Stage two guest, but stage one yeah. prisoner, or maybe <laughs> stage two prisoner and stage three guest. But he's a little of both. Maybe a little of column A, a little, little of both. <laughs> um. So Tavis, the son, gives no shits mm-hmm. about John. Like, would just like to see him dead right now, if if possible. But instead, the Lord Protector invites John to dinner. And over the radio with the team back in the village, McKay has looked over the scans he took of the tower. And the tower and the structure underneath it are identical to Atlantis. And John's like, yeah, I can tell. Redecorated. (laughs) It's kind of like... As we see, John's room looks like where you would do a gothic vampire-themed boudoir photo yeah. shoot. So, so to me, this is the equivalent of, uh, because it's not something that we get to do often, right? Like, you never walk into your neighbor's house. So it's like those few times where you go into your neighbor's house and yeah. you're like, oh, I wouldn't have put that there. Because they're very similar to your house, usually, especially yeah. here in America, because, you know, yeah. the way homes are set up. And you're like, oh, really? You put your kitchen table there? That's not where we put our kitchen table. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> nope. Yeah, that's exactly the feeling. You guys have different priorities yeah, in your it's house. Like the same bones of the house, same bones of Atlantis. But mm-hmm. It's like, really? Your style is a little, we like it a little more minimal. And then Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um,. And, and the rest of the towers probably fell in the 10,000 years this thing's probably been here. Uh, John's like, yeah, one thing we can pretty much guarantee is they're not ancients. And it looks like while the Lord Protector has the ATA gene, most of the city's on autopilot. They have very few things they're controlling. And John doesn't want them to send a rescue party for him just yet. He's not in immediate danger. Uh, and wants the rest of the team to keep a low profile while he investigates. I'll put that in quotation marks, considering later scenes. Yeah, he's like, everybody be cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I was going to say something really gross about what he investigates, but I'm going to let y'all get there by yourself. 
We'll save it. (laughs) (laughs) That scene is soon. Um, So that night at dinner in the village, the locals share what they have with Ronan, Taylor, and McKay. Soup and bread and a blessing, which forces Ronan and McKay to hold hands? Question mark. Sure. In the same way that you are forced to hold your brother's hand in church, and it's just kind of like, here's my fist hands yeah, sweaty, weird thing. hand thing. Yeah. <laughs> no problem holding Taylor's oh. hand. Just yeah. McKay. Well, and I think for Ronan, it's like doing this at all is is painful. Yeah. Uh, Taylor has a little eyebrow at them mentioning the Lord Protector in the Blessing. Clearly... They are not super happy to have to give their harvest and deal with the soldiers, uh, but the tower is the only thing that keeps them safe from the wraith, and we're shocked to find the villagers have to give half of their crops yeah, to the tower. Yeah, that's a lot for the... It's a lot. It's a lot. It's quite a tax. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot. There'd be a lot of tea in the harbor if that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... And we see just what the tower does with all of that food. Because, I mean, really, if you think about it, they're getting half the food on this entire planet. Yeah, it's really disgusting. Sent to it's them. It's really a great shot, too, to go from the one sad measly dinner to another yeah. one. The, 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 difference, the difference between the yeah. two dinners is disgustingly shocking. Vast gluttony oh, yeah. is taking place at the other dinner. It's pretty disgusting, and John just sits there and is not eating no, anything. I, I, you know, John's one of those people, he's, um, I feel like Ronan can eat anywhere. If he's hungry, he's going to eat, because food comes yeah. when it comes. Yeah. Um, I think uh, McKay is our picky, picky, picky eater, who's like, what is that? I'm not touching it. Yes. But John's more like, this is yep. turning my stomach morally, therefore I cannot eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to take a moment 100%. to appreciate um, the ridiculous Christmas ornaments on all of the women's heads. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> uh, I thought yeah. that was very clever use Again, by that costume. Props yeah. to the costume yeah, department. Absolutely. <laughs> At some point, I was like, and I like is how is that a pine cone on her head? <laughs> <laughs> And and Mara has a bit of confusion over Lieutenant Colonel being is it his name? Is it his yeah. rank? I'm gonna name a child um, Lieutenant Colonel. Lieutenant C First name Lieutenant, middle name yeah. Colonel. Uh and, and John's like you can you can call me John mm-hmm. and then is startled by the wandering hand of the woman <laughs> sitting on the other side of him. I mean, look at all the other people in that room. Those women are a little bit like, hey, we haven't seen something that looks this Fresh good meat. in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, guys, inbreeding. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we learn, <laughs> we learn that people who live in this tower live definitely in their own world. Think jack shit of the villagers who work hard to give them all the stuff that they just get for essentially free or steal. Um, the villagers are mindless brutes that they only understand discipline and force. I mean, like, they suck and all, but it would be worse if they fell yeah. to the wraith than having to suffer under our rule. And naturally they're like, well, the squid drones just come from the Lord Protector's mind. And John's like, yeah, yeah no, but where... 
are they Where do they stored? actually come from? Because he doesn't just and shit them out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, Mara's like, why would anyone go into the disgusting, like, creepy, dark catacombs? Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's sort of voices the whole episode. I wonder how much of her is an act. Like, how much of what she's doing there is all an act. Because at the end, we see she's a little bit smarter than we thought. Yeah, I think... Listen, I don't think she's some political mastermind here or anything like that. Uh, but I do definitely think she is one of those people who uses a little bit of a dumb woman. Yeah, I'm just like, a dumb woman Like, if someone's going to have lady. that opinion of yeah. her. Yeah. Look, if you're going to have that opinion of me anyway, I'm going to lean into yeah. it a little bit type thing. Yeah, I get that. But yeah, it is real fun. And that's when the Lord... To watch her be real yeah. gross about it. She's she's definitely the person... She's definitely the woman who would be like, oh, yes, please mansplain please that for me, me. As you... <laughs> yeah. And that's when the Lord Protector doubles over clutching his stomach or having a heart attack or something who naturally says he's fine. Everyone else uh, is, is like, jumping to help, help him get him back to his room. Um, Tavis gives mm -hmm. no shits at all about his father he's keeling like, over. Yeah, um, and when John asked, <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, he's fine. It's happened before. He's good. Interesting. So after dinner in the village, McKay shows, you know, the less, a little... The ugly side of McKay, the one who doesn't always uh, know the grander picture of common mm -hmm. decency, explaining <laughs> that um, that's like, well, that's all the dinner they had to give. Like, I'm still hungry. And Taylor has the patience of a goddamn yeah. saint, like trying to educate McKay like, this often on how humans function. McKay is basically what she <laughs> wants to just tell him. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And uh, you can tell that Talon and Ronan are real set to go seven samurai on this village. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah, incite a and it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. M McKay reminds them that they're supposed to be keeping a low profile and, you know, not starting a revolution. But revolutions. Also, where are. Are the emergency rations? Because I'm hungry. And then we have this scene that happens when when Mara shows up at John's room in the oh, tower. Yes. Her father is resting, and John's like, "Well, maybe I should just come back another day." But no, Mara's like, well, "Look, my father wants to discuss something very important with you tomorrow." But for now, like, can you call it flirting? If someone just drops their clothes? No, I think it's well beyond flirting if you show up to someone's room essentially naked. I think that's just... Yeah, that's not flirting she anymore. She herself at John. She just literally yeah. presents herself to him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believe that move in How I Met Your Mother is called yeah. The Naked Man. <laughs> or isn't it like the Captain Morgan or something? Like you do the Captain Morgan stance? Or I've heard of Yeah, yeah. Too. But yeah, that's basically what she and, does. Uh, and, and I like how John just staring directly uh -huh. at the boobs is like, I never no, see these coming. You, you think he'd get better at that? <laughs> or prepare to say something more she, than that? 
Yeah. And she then snugs him, and he just goes full it, it Kirk. It is quite endearing that the sight of boobs is enough to make him speechless. I know. <laughs> of all the things he's seen. Well, I mean, here's... <laughs> It's it's also just like here's the thing I don't see like John dating a much in sure. Atlantis so like the only boobs he's seen the last one was like you know uh, wh- what's her faces yeah um, um, oh gosh I don't remember her name uh, yeah a few yeah, episodes ago that's actually not been like, that long since he's seen boobs squid drone missiles blank up blank blank um, ancient yeah. alien tech no big deal. Crazy yeah. creatures that suck the life out of you, literally. Meh. Uh-huh. Boobs. Meh. Boobs. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> My words fail. <laughs> and, like, you know, uh, listen. What happens, happens. Two consenting uh-huh. adults who are both, go yeah. for it. I mean... And uh, she's like, "Well, what did you, when you what you said at dinner? Did you mean it?" And he's like, "Absolutely, I sure. yep. I what I, I what I say? Yeah. What I say? That's I don't remember right. what I said." <laughs> and she knows that John has signs of being a great ruler one day, and that there is enough to make John pause, uh-huh. ruler. And and we learn that Father promised that if John and Mara wed, then she is next in line to the throne. And John just blue screens. Yeah. No, not interested. Well, in she just Thanks, though. shoves him onto the bed and then yeah. pounces. <laughs> yeah, they go full snoo snoo. Um, yeah, at this point, they go full I don't think he's interested because it's that thing where you don't know if that means you've committed to marriage at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he then finds a way to escape uh-huh. Snoo Snoo. Well, he's going to have to. Yeah. He just nopes yeah. out of that situation. <laughs> the next yes. morning. Yeah. Uh, John meets Ortho in his office. They mm. need to talk. And we get a bigger picture of what's been happening here. Um, Ortho is also the royal genealogist for over 20 generations the the you know the the chamberlain has basically had an ata breeding organization Yikes. going on and he pretty much arranges all the marriages of the royal bloodline to ensure you the know the ata genes continued survival to, to yeah keep the line inbred 100%, 100% inbred only yeah 100% <laughs> And he he also is very perceptive. He noticed John pretty much didn't blink an eye at the sight of the throne chair mm-hmm. and its powers. Also, he knows that John has the gene. And over generations, the bloodline, the strength of the gene in their bloodline has deteriorated. Mm-hmm. And John's like, I think it's time to start thinking of a new system yeah, of government. Yeah, going to work much And longer. I'm like, in my brain... That pretty much triggers the entire singing of Hamilton in my brain for reasons that uh, Hamilton. Guys, it's only a few weeks oh. until until Hamilton premieres on Disney Plus. Awesome. We can plan a sing along. So Ortho agrees with John. Like he really wishes there was more equality mm. around here, um, but he has to keep up the show. Like it's his duty, and and he built like. The gene is stronger in John than it's been in anyone here in in hundreds yeah. of years. And Mara knows that if she can bear children that are strong with the gene, 
and she could take Tavis's spot on the throne. And time is ticking on that one because, you know, dear old dad's oh, about yeah. to keel over. And if she can't sure up that bloodline before he dies, then brother gets yeah, the throne. This is where Otho does a very convincing act to, to yes. be like, I'm a good guy. I'm just here because I have to. Uh huh. Very, very good. Very good attempt here, buddy. Uh, sucks yeah. to suck that we fell for it. Yes, I think everyone falls yeah, for um, it. He's a very I good actor. I trust no one ever, so it doesn't count. <laughs> because remember, I want to kill everybody. Um, but You do, you um, do. I wrote, maybe not bad, question mark. <laughs> so that shows you how you, uh, good he you was. <laughs> You're someone who's been playing those role-playing games for far, far, far too, too long. long. We're and, killing uh, NPCs that were going to give us quests. <laughs> I blame Brother Matt. <laughs> you, you know, I blame yeah, our entire because really, Brother Matt's wife is not any better. She's just as suspicious. Yeah. No. Just as, like, there is, there can be, like, an adorable puppy dog in the middle of the trail that just we're needs like, a home. Mimic. And they, like, <laughs> Yeah. Don't feed it. <laughs> what scheme yeah. are you up to? It's a trap. Which is... Yeah. <laughs> Everything is a trap. It's a trap! Anyways, so John does know someone who can help with the keeping the old men from dying bit. And on the scene Yay! arrives the one and only Carson. Yay! And done. while Carson's safety has been guaranteed, McKay doesn't really trust that guarantee. Uh, he has a backup plan of sorts. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to use his friendly local guide who really doesn't want to go into the underground parts of the city, but could be convinced to, to hopefully find the ZPM and they can just like turn it off. And then all the tower has are like axes and knives yeah, and shit. Like those. take that. No yeah. problem. Because guns beat axes and And uh, we cut to Ortho and Tavis having a little sidebar. Clearly, Tavis is not a fan of Ortho, um, not a fan of John, and really mm -hmm. has no desire for the medical help here because he wants dear old dad to keel over as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And we also learn that they have an arrangement of sorts that we aren't quite sure what that arrangement is yet. We will find out. Here's my pitch. Ready? Yeah. Yes. Make Carson the Lord Protector. Mm hmm Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Let him marry Mara. He'll treat her nice. He'll be very kind <laughs> and just and give everyone the AT, uh, the, the gene. The gene and, uh, and then... But here's the thing. If, if, if they went here, Mara, you can marry Carson. Carson would be, yeah, no. Well, Mara can go marry who she wants Well, that's to. fair. Well, and even more of a reason why yeah. he should be the Lord Protector. Exactly. And, and it also carries into his arc of the man always reluctant to use his power. Yep. Is the one who should be using yep. his power. We know he's got the ancient gene. He would eventually be 100%. like, I hate this so much that he would make sure that everyone's <laughs> got the gene. Everyone has access to the to use all the stuff, all the ancient yeah. stuff. That's the guy you give the power yep. to, the guy who's going to make sure that and everyone then, can get it equally. 
He's he's only in charge until he gives everyone the gene therapy. About half the people will have the gene, and then he can GTFO out of right? there. That's the plan, right? That's how you do it. You go, here's the Lord Protector, so that there isn't chaos also while, you're, while re- you're rebuilding. <laughs> I actually just realized that I said GTFO out of there, which is basically ATM get the fuck machine. out of there, out of there, but we're going to move. <laughs> first anniversary. Yep. That bothers me, too. <laughs> ATM machine, first anniversary. I know there's others, but those are the two that come to mind. And guys, if yeah. it's the anniversary uh, of something, it's usually the first, unless you state otherwise. You don't have to say yeah. first anniversary. <laughs> no. But we're still we're still probably yeah. going to. So um Baldrick wants like is gonna he helps McKay find a tunnel down to the city catacombs. He is not super keen on nope. going down there. And McKay's like, look. Dude, place ain't cursed, place ain't haunted, none of this local taboo shit. Baldrick's like, yeah, no, actually, I'm way more worried about all the earthquakes that happened to happen down there. Like, three damage. kids died there last yeah. year. <laughs> and and McKay's like, oh, fuck, I thought it was just superstition he's and like, shit. I don't want to go down there like, now no, either. Bro, science can be dangerous, too. <laughs> yeah. So, Carson reports to John and Ortha that the the Lord Protector is anemic, like his kidneys are failing, liver's failing, it's not an infection, not doing good, though. And John's like, well, I want to I wanna talk to Lord Protector. Carson's like, no. It's not yeah. happening. He's down. And apparently, thankfully... Ortho has the authorization to talk to John on the Lord Protector's behalf. And he has something to show John. And he brings John to basically the just the the, the mm-hmm. jumper bay of sure. this tower. It is filled with old dusty cobweb covered jumpers and John wisely plays a little bit ignorant for a bit just yeah. to see what Ortho knows. Um, in my mind, um, Ortho knows you they said fly. covered jumper. Yeah. And in my mind, the jumper became yep. like a covered wagon. So it's almost like a jumper, yep. but it's got a big old like tarp over the top. Um, and in my head, it's like a covered jumper is like coveralls, but a it's a sweater. <laughs> a yep. sweater. One piece. <laughs> yep. A covered jumper. Guys, don't tempt me. I will knit it. So <laughs> we can knit that. Um, Ortho knows that these. We can knit that. I'll spin it first, and then I'll dye it, and then I'll knit it. So Ortho knows they fly. He knows they don't really have the power to have them fly anymore. Um, and he also like knows that John knows way more about this technology than he's letting on. And knows that a much more powerful civilization used to live here. And really the only tech left that they can access anymore is the chair. And John, like, tiptoes into those waters of admitting knowledge. And he starts talking about the ATA gene therapy, which Ortho's like, that is dangerous talk around these parts. that's not going to go super well for you. But if they can... If they can get half the v- people in the village to have the ATA gene to be able to control the chair, and we're just like, that is revolution talk right there. Yeah. Um, John's that's like, exactly it. Survival yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah. You need someone to control the chair, and soon you're not going to have anyone who can control yeah. the chair. Um, and, they, and, and they wonder what 
what would Atlantis want in exchange for this drug? Still in the catacombs, John radios McCain. and we realize that it's it's very bad reception, which will come into definite play not at all nope, later in we'll this never episode. Hear about that again, so just ignore it. Thanks, bye. John explains that they may have a deal here: some drones for the gene therapy, um, but they need to know how many drones the city has left. And as McKay goes looking further for that, we get a little get a little Earth tremor. This is a little baby one. No big. A little baby tremor. So. In the, in the throne room, um, court life mm-hmm. is happening. Uh, McKay is just watching this from the balcony, and Carson comes in, and, and honestly, Carson admits that there's really not, nothing he can do for the Lord Protector. He's dying, and it could be mm-hmm. any day. And the more important part, the other reason why Carson looks real worried is because he was definitely yeah. poisoned slowly over months and it's like, any idea of who would want him dead? And John has ideas as he looks directly yeah. at Tavis. And Tavis looks directly at him. Dun, 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 dun. Plot. <laughs> who can say red herring? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, McKay, McKay finds the room he's looking for and explains to Baldrick that, you know, the magic, the magic squid lights aren't magic. Like... It's just technology. Again, said many times before, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable <laughs> from magic. And McKay taps into the ZPM's power and turns the lights on in the room. And behind him, yeah, there is, you know, one or two, one or two drones left. Just a couple. Just, just a, a few. handful, maybe. Should be. I mean, I will say, I'm I'm going to assume that a lot of the drones we don't see, because we've seen the number and the volume of sometimes those drones get, like, released out. That's actually not a yeah. ton. So here's my question if you consider about we've... these drones. They're not reusable, yeah. right? It's really no. a bit of a bummer that there's not a way to, you know, sustain those. It seems like it would be a Lentian, yeah, because they kind of just yeah, explode. Like a feature where you could then like, like the shell can then re-energize somehow. I mean, we just need we just need the, what the reusable SpaceX rockets of exactly. squid drones. That's exactly what I'm getting. At. <laughs> <laughs> but the on excitement of seeing this many drones does not last long until McKay realizes that turning power on may have been a bad idea since the Earth. It starts yeah. moving under their feet, <laughs> and the sky comes crumbling. Soon comes tumbling Tumble down, down as they make their way back to where they came in. But the there's a small cave in, and their path is blocked. Yeah. But no need to panic. Cage is gonna call for help. But then when he realizes that there's no radio signal, you can, you can yeah, probably like, panic a little bit. Good news, we found the drone jackpot. Bad news, we're stuck here yeah. with the drone jackpot. Yep. Um, it's like, you know, yeah. you find the treasure, you find the buried treasure, but now in order to survive, you have to leave all of the treasure behind. Sad, sad times. Yeah. Sad times. So the constable is uh, back in town complaining that Petra, who is the woman we've seen so far in this episode, isn't giving enough harvest. And she's like, dude, literally mm-hmm. all we have. And that's when the constable tries to grab her wrist, 
thinking that I'll just use my power and take the woman instead. And clearly Ronan isn't taking any of that yeah, shit. He's not interested in what this dude's and he wants... uh, gonna attempt to do. And he's not even gonna let no. him finish no. the thought. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, he wants to see how the constables do against someone who can defend okay. themselves. And the rest of the goons start surrounding Ronan, and you see Ronan just mentally tally where this everyone is. This is the fun is. part, where it's like, show him, Ronan, get him. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not, like, it's not, like, the constable pulls a knife out, like, threatening to take Ronan's tongue, and Ronan kind of just laughs and very quickly takes yeah, all of the goons like out. Yeah, that's, the best part. It's like, oh, you didn't know who you fucked with. Like, I feel like Taylor's on the other side going, hey, hey, watch this. Watch this. Just watch. Just watch. Yeah. Yeah, watch this. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. I don't encourage but this, but just watch, watch this. Because anyway. yeah. here's the thing. You know these goons, this constable has never, like, even sparring, they don't deal with someone well, like yeah, Ronan. I don't think anyone, but yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No one's prepared for what Ronan brings to the like, table. No. Like, these are, like, level three assholes, and Ronan's like, I'm level 15, yeah. bitch. Let me yeah, take you you're down. Done. You're done for. <laughs> And you can also tell that Ronan has a little um, pent-up rage. There may be some backstory that we don't know here as to what triggered this, because he is, like, the look on his face and the roar he gives out after he slashes the constable's neck after the lunges at him uh, is not just, I wanted to take these people out, rage. That's, like, there may be backstory That's, rage. Um... I watched this happen far too many times as my people were destroyed rage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To people yeah. close to me that I loved. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and Taylor comes out and is like, goes on to the radio to John going, um, we may have a situation here. There was a altercation yeah, if I you will a, i can't think of a kinder way to put that <laughs> and you definitely get from you definitely get from taylor taylor's like i mean it needed to be done but damn now we're now we're yeah, in it it's it's not good times so down in the catacombs mckay is leading to you know the auxiliary control station um the battle bridge if you will of the yeah. Enterprise. Amazed that the layouts are almost identical between the cities. And I do love when, when Baldrick's like, I'm so confused as to what you're saying because it doesn't make sense. And McKay just keeps going, nope, nothing. Yeah, you don't have to know. Just, I'm just, just talking to myself. Ignore. <laughs> yeah. Ignore everything. And uh, he tries to access the internal communications. And yes, bad things happened last time he started turning shit on. But they kind of don't have a choice mm. at this point. Um, Carson and John are in Ortho's office and we get sort of, we get the moral of the story. Raising children can be dangerous. <laughs> that should be the AKA. Raising children can be dangerous. <laughs> or deadly in this case. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's raising children is super deadly, but they, they can't let Tavis... Uh, it reminds me of a meme I've seen before. Weird name. I have to, I have to say it now because it came to my mind. Uh, it's the meme of of old Yoda and someone wrote, I understand, as a parent, I now understand why, uh, how after 
he just asked a ton of how Luke kept asking questions and Yoda just up and died. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, fuck this. I'm going to die now. (laughs) You're asking too many goddamn questions. If I hear why one more time, I'm going to die. I'm going to Yoda this bitch. Yep. Um, but they they can't let they can't let Tavis uh, get the throne, and they need to talk to Lord Protector. And tragically, the Lord Protector died just moments ago. That's not great. And John, no, John and Carson have to leave mm-hmm. like now because now they're in trouble because Mara will soon be arrested along with anyone else that Tavis considers to be a threat. Also, most likely they're going to destroy and kill the entire village. Probably burn it as an example, uh, because that's what quality leaders Yeah, that's, a, that's do. how you incite, um, you know, followers in the best Support. way. Uh, yep. Okay, I'm going to ask you uh-huh. to tell him the story, and I'm going to open this door yep. before the dogs knock the house down. I'm going to keep going. So Carson happens to have the gene therapy with him, just in case. He brought it along. He's like, Ortho, you can take it, and then you'll have the ATA gene. Uh, Ortho's a little worried, a little frightened of, of Tavis and the soldiers who support him. Um, but then we hear the bell ringing in the distance. The reporter of the Lord Protector's death yeah. is out, and John and Carson have to go this now. Is bad. And Ortho is left with the tube that Carson gave him of the ATA. Gene therapy. Do bad things with it. This is where my brain went. He's not yeah. a good guy. He's not a good guy. We're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. Mostly because I live in that. Here's what I've learned. I just live there so that I never have yeah. good expectations of any of these characters. And then when they disappoint. And I'll tell you. <laughs> I legit. I was. I'm kind of. I should be more that person, but I was like, well, he's the good, like, legit never questions yeah. were asked the first I mean, time I, I saw this. I felt betrayed. At all. But I think I've gotten far enough into yeah. the show where I'm like, don't trust any of these fucks <laughs> until the end of the episode. And sometimes not yeah. even then. Not yeah. even then. So McKay finds out the ZPM is almost depleted, and if he can turn on, he can't turn on internal communications and his radio's network. So there's only one option left to them. And as they're leaving the city, John is like, "Carson, you go head back to the village. I have a thing I need to do yeah. still here yeah. before I go." Um, in the village, Eldred is like, "You fucking killed the constable." Little bit of a panic this mode. Is suck for us. Ronan's in the background. Ronan's in the background's like, fucker had a coming. I'm not yeah. sorry. Sucks to suck. <laughs> and and Taylor encouraged them, like, look, you guys you guys gotta stand your ground now, because most soldiers are definitely gonna come and that throne chair thing is definitely an issue. We're gonna deal with that. But like you can protect your land and fight the soldiers. Um yeah. This is your chance. Petra. Yeah. Petra, my girl, is like, look, what's done is done. It's passed. No changing it. Uh, If I'm going to die, I'd rather die fighting and I'm a feat. So let's fucking get this shit done. Always, always, I die free. (laughs) 
Let's get down to business <laughs> to defeat the tower. So John, what John needed to do actually was find Mara. And they know what will happen if Mara stays. And John's like, I can find a safe place for you. And Mara still using her wiles. Like, I know, I know you loved me. I knew, you know, you were the guy. Um, And and behind John comes Ortho. Don't worry. Mara's going to be safe now because... Her brother has been arrested for the murder of the Lord mm. Protector and for treason. Good news, um, yes, but the good news part doesn't last since Ortho does his complete oh, flip yeah. 180 and tells John he really, really, really should have left the tower when he yeah. had the chance. And in comes a soldier leading Carson in with a knife to his throat, which that soldier clearly now has yeah. to die. So I want to st- I want um, to give Mara a little bit of credit. I think when John tells her he has a place and he can save her, I think she is genuinely shocked. Yeah. I um I think she is genuinely no, like, yeah. oh, fuck, this is a person. You know, and I think this may be what shakes yeah. her out of whatever this other plot was that they had going. I agree. I think she was, I think there's a little bit of like, oh, I was supposed to just, I was supposed to play the role of falling for you, but I think maybe I fall like, for like you. Like, I think uh, John's actions uh, wake up her conscience. <laughs> yeah, yes. For sure. Um, thankfully, because I think. Because clearly. Yeah. No one else in this tower, like, everyone in this tower, they are so isolated in that world, like, that whole clicky, political, social machinations that, like, everyone has an alternative motive and everything anyone does in that tower. Blah. Stupid people. And that's when, I know, Mara does apologize, too, for her role in this. I mean, Ortho is just waiting for them to leave. But then Taylor and Ronan had to go, you know, start an <laughs> uprising. And so now as the new Lord Protector, Ortho can't have what that. At the end. So John and Carson are thrown into. No, I think this yeah. is after this. Okay. John and Carson are thrown into a very nicely decorated prison cell. Uh, Carson does a great floor slide on his back, <laughs> which have to yeah. be fun. It's like when you when you do the run and slide yeah, in yeah, socks. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and and Tavis is there too, just just chillaxing. I mean, he is a little insulted that he has to be kept in the same place. This as these is where people. we learn that Carson's like Tavis was never really doing anything insidious. He truly is just this self-absorbed rich kid. <laughs> He's truly yeah. just a fucker. Yeah. Uh, and Carson's like, well, at least we didn't kill anyone. And and Tarvis is like, well, no, but, I mean, there is a murderer here. Uh, but that murderer is not me. It's clearly yeah. Ortho. He's like, no, no. I deny. Tarvis is like, look, do I look like the kind of asshole who knows anything about poisons? Do yeah. I look that yeah. smart? He's full like- Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> On this, in this, he's like, guys, hundred percent. 
this is not my mo, and you guys know it's not my mo. I just no. want whores, and wine. exactly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whores and wine. Like that's yeah, that's my thing. Uh, although, I mean, Tyrion would do poison if he well, he would, but it's not his, his 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 um. It's not yeah, a standard. It's not what he's where he finds joy, if you will. Tits give him no. joy. Here's, I mean, <laughs> tits give him joy, but we also know that Tyrion is much more likely to use his money and pay someone right. else to do that right. shit. Yeah. Or, you know, shoot his dad. Um, Sorry, spoilers, all stuff. <laughs> that, yeah. that too. That too. Yeah. You know. Um, Ortho pretty much admits it at that point. You know. So, what the deal was... He was going to guarantee that Tavis got the throne. In return, Tavis would spare his sister's life. And the best part of the deal is that Mara would then be given to Ortho as oh, his how nice wife. To just, you know, give human beings away. Yeah. Yeah. Y- yeah. Um, and Mara was like part of the plot, mm. sort of, in this. And totally. Totally, they're still going to get married. No problem. Um, but now she's going to get married to the Lord Protector. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since the gene therapy worked. Oh, boy. And after he leaves, Carson, Carson realizes that he really, really, really needs to stop making yeah. house calls. It never goes well for poor Carson. He's like, no, you bring him here. Fuck I it. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't going off world I no more. I think we need to take one of the so jumpers... And convert them into like an airlift chopper. Like um they need one uh-huh. medical jumper that is always on call. Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's the ambulance yeah. jumper. The jambulance. Oh wait, that's the, a thing already. <laughs> oh that well, that's that that's better than what I was gonna I was trying to go like ambuplur. <laughs> ambuplur yeah, that's a weird word. It almost works. <laughs> The jumpulence. Um, the jumpulence. <laughs> okay, so McKay's great idea is to take a squid drone, set it up, and then shoot it straight up in the air, hoping to make a nice sturdy shaft <laughs> the radio signal can get through instead of, and not like the whole place hoppling down on top yeah. of them. And hopefully it fires in a straight line. He hasn't done this before. And <laughs> Baldrick will rely on the power of positive thinking. Oh, boy. And McKay will rely on expertise and experience. Actual doing of work. <laughs> and as he and as he activates it, uh, it works naturally because when you're at the end of the episode. Yeah, uh, sure. And so <laughs> we get a nice little hole and McKay's able to get radio signal and reach Taylor. Taylor's immediately like, dude, did you find the fucking ZPM? Yeah. And McKay's like, oh, don't ask how I am. You know, I'm fine. That's cool. <laughs> Nearly died. Just worry about the ZPM. Taylor's like, dude, bigger no issues. No fucking time for this. Can you get it together or nah? And, ex- and explains the full situation. McKay's like, oh, well, now I feel silly. <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> You should. So Mara comes to see John in the cell, telling the guards to leave him, and apologizes to John. Which Tavis is like, I don't want to hear any of this yeah. bullshit from you, lady. And Mara's like, look, I can't get you out. That's clearly not going to happen. But I could convince Orlo, Orth, Ortho, Ortho to not kill you. 
Um, also, I brought you mm -hmm. a radio. So that's helpful. Um, you should probably get your friends to leave the village. Because the first act as Lord Protector, he's going to destroy the village to set an example. So that no other villages rise oh, up Oh, yay. That's him. always a good idea. Cool. It's always the best way. You know, ruling by yeah. fear has always worked well. Forever and ever. To create a healthy environment. The willpower we have right now is astounding. So John calls down to McKay to cut the power to the throne chair. McKay's like, yeah, I already know the situation. It'd be really cool if I could reach the ZPM, but mm. I can't. I'm working on it. Give me a second. <laughs> And we see Ortho take his new throne with a determined look on his face. face. And instead of getting to the ZPM to pull it, instead, McKay's just going to deplete yes. it. It's so close to the end of the battery life already, but I can't turn on enough sig enough systems to drain it. I need something real yeah. big, real battery drainy. I, I, I love so the... So John's like the star drive. I, I love this um, action, right? This is the equivalent of, like... If I can't have this, no one can, but it's useful. It's like mm -hmm. destroying a thing or like yeah. eating a piece of paper, a note, so that your teacher can't read it. Yeah. Like, nope. Nobody gets it. Nobody yep. gets it. <laughs> what note? I was talking about. <laughs> I just kind of love that um, chaos so, style action. <laughs> I know. Starting up the, the star drive, they don't have to fly anywhere. It's just starting it up because the biggest power drain the city could have. And there is the issue of the whole place being so unstable it could shake itself apart. But it's a risk they're going to yeah. have to take. And Ortho then activates a ton of drones nice. that circle around the tower. This is not great And with times. a lot of anxiety on his face, McKay fires the engines and the place starts oh, shaking. The throne... The throne room does as well, and we see the drones start heading towards the village. And as the guards come back the, to the cell to check on Mara, since the place is shaking, and we'll check on our, <laughs> our you know, sure. wargy thing, uh, John just quickly takes him out <laughs> without issues, because again, these people have never really encountered any physical resistance in yeah, any time of their like lives. Yeah, I John's, John's and John doing the, please, no, don't hurt me. Like half a yeah, like he's pretending <laughs> that it's a yeah. challenge to take them all down. <laughs> exactly, uh, and John and Carson run off with Mara and leave Tavis there. Carson adorably closes the doors and at least says oh, he's sorry. Carson, forever, because it's yeah. Carson. So at the village, they can see the drones incoming. I mean, how much can you stand and yeah. fight that? Here's here's my biggest. You've had a fair amount of time to know that forces would be incoming or drones would be incoming or something. So why are you still sitting in the same square? You could have gotten at least a mile out from the village if at this point. If nothing else, you should have started, you could have evacuated the children um, at this point. You could have yeah. sent, like, or the elderly, anyone who can't fight could have been walking yeah. away from here at this point. Yeah. 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 Or even when you see the drones incoming, start anything, fucking running. Anything. Just scatter. Scatter helps. Less deaths. Like, just don't be... Again, don't run in a straight line. Zigzag well, that know, shit. Also, Again, Game of Thrones yeah, spoiler. Uh, you know, the other one, right? Back on the D&D &D team. 
hey, don't stand in one line where the caster can shoot all no. of the spell at all of you at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, area of effect spells are real fun if you're the yeah. caster, not fun if you're yeah. the target. Learn to move out of the area. So we we see the underground shaking, the powers are flickering, and suddenly the power completely mm-hmm. goes out, and we actually see the chair, the throne chair, turn off uh-huh. as well. And in the sky over the village, we learn a very valuable lesson that squid drones don't have their own yeah. power source. <laughs> they somehow get I their mean, power. I mean, it seems like a really sh- bad chair. design flaw, but sure, it works in Real our bad. favor today. <laughs> Real <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> Here's <laughs> here's what I would more see is slightly more realistic that they don't just drop out of the sky as dead drones as yeah. we see here, but they more like they go start going astray, like they lose their targeting. Yeah, well, I feel like the you know like um you know like those snap globe bracelets that you get, you know, yeah. at like carnivals or at Disney. Yeah. It's kind of like those, right? They kind of just start losing their glow and then sort of fall apart. Yeah. Um. But just the yeah. complete... Sh- Until you stick them back in the exactly. freezer. Yeah. Like, they just lost their charge. <laughs> so they're just kind of going to not... Like, they may hit, but not as hard or something. But here's the thing. If they just go out like the snap bracelets, then Atlantis can just That's gather up the drones, yeah. put them back in the freezer, put them back in the freezer, yeah. they'll get their right. glow back. They're fine. Yeah. We'll use them again. They may not have as big of a punch... Yeah, but they're useful. Yeah. (laughs) So, John and Carson and Mara head to the throne room. Ortho immediately blames them. John's like, yeah, no, we totally fucking did that. Um, And he reminds him that Ortho said he's only the Lord Protector because he can control the chair. And now you can't control the chair, so you ain't nothing. According to your own math, you suck. Uh Uh-huh. And he tells the court that they don't have to bow yeah. to anyone anymore. And with his back turned, Ortho pulls a knife on John. And Mara sort of screams John's name. And John is able to, again, fairly easily avoid the blade. And they yeah. get the blade from no, Ortho. No, please stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in, the, in the process, uh, cuts Ortho's hand yeah. with the knife. And Ortho admits that Tavis was right he is really good nice. at poisons and then dies. Well, good thing John is as good as he is at fighty fights. Cause even like, like I think John yep. is smart enough to fight where he would have endured a scratch here or there if necessary. Thankfully. Yeah. Didn't come 100%. to that. 100%. Yeah. He didn't. Burr, burr, burr. Uh, so sometime later, Back on Atlantis, Weir is out on the balcony enjoying the night to view of the ocean, and uh, John comes out to meet her. They got the drones, they got the jumpers, got the girl. Well, I mean, I could have had the girl. Turned her down, though. And in return, the locals got medicines and an IDC if they need help. Um, Plus, you know, we'll help them set up a new form of government, since that will be important. The Carson government, if you will. (laughs) <laughs> the a Carson, Carson government. Um, and we're... And, uh, I don't know. A Carson Republic. The Republic and... of Carson. <laughs> uh, stop me. Please stop me. <laughs> it's, it's just... 
It's gonna. We're just gonna rename it Scotland. <laughs> Carson Land. Okay. New Scotland. <laughs> uh, and and we were surprised they didn't make him king. And John's like, yeah, yeah, they did. I turned that shit down too. <laughs> And we have a beautiful pan out of the city at night within a cloud in the sky. It's good to not be king. This was so much fun. Uh, it was like I said, after after the heavy episode last week, I was like, no, we got a good we got a good refresher goodness. on Atlantis now. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, this one was fun. Yeah. It's always fun seeing John get uncomfortable around women because it's John. And just seeing Carson and every, anytime. Every time we see Carson. And then it was nice to, um, you know, get a chance to throw some punches against some low-level bad guys, if you will. Uh, always yep. fun. Uh, yay for the jumpulence. I really want a jumpulence to happen. Yep. We need a, <laughs> and we need a jumpulence like a now. And it just has a big, like, uh, cross on the front. <laughs> it's just yep. the old Yep. We're gonna yeah. paint it white. <laughs> We're gonna paint it white cross. with a big red yeah. cross on the side. <laughs> okay, I love it. I'm ready. What's next? Uh, next is SG One off Ooh, the grid. Exciting. Um, well, check exciting. out check out this cool transition. Yes. So we will be off the grid next week. While we are off the grid, mm-hmm. and then we will bring you yep. off the grid. Oh, that felt so good. <laughs> oh, that was good. That's like we planned that think or something. That we do anything in this life plan. No, we just commit to everything, so everything feels no. like a possible plan. Yep. We just never admit <laughs> when it's not. We actually admit yeah, every single fucking time fucking when no it's coincidences yeah. <laughs> work just, in our favor. <laughs> We're just failing <laughs> upward. Hundred <laughs> percent. I feel like that is this entire podcast yeah. in a statement. We are failing <laughs> upward, and that is thanks to you guys. Y'all are amazing, and we love you. Again, we still thought maybe we'd get ten episodes of this podcast. Yeah, I don't know. What, yeah, that's not a lie. <laughs> yeah. We legitimately went, maybe we'll do a season. I was like, maybe like two people will listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we were yeah. like, Nixie's mom. <laughs> and, and yep. Yeah. Is one. And then friend of the pod, Val. <laughs> and then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Those might be the only um, two. So it's amazing that. Spoiler warning. There's more than two Yay! of you. <laughs> Guys, there's lots of twos of you. <laughs> And it makes us so happy. Um, okay. And this is episode 222. Two, two. <gasps> Whoa. We didn't do that on purpose either. Uh, guys, again, we totally, totally planned that. I'm going to drink some more. I'm so hyped. Okay. I swear I'm not high. I promise. Um, okay. I'm high on life. Next week, we'll see you guys with a super fun tangent. Um, and then the following week, we'll see yes. you guys with Off the Grid. Um, until then, send yeah. us whatever uh-huh. you like, preferably nice things, <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> at Terra Podcast. Find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. You can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. 
rate us, like us, review us on wait patreon.com slash rate us on patreon sure that's a thing i don't know <laughs> sure that's a thing thank you for sticking around for episode um 22. and until then <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and until then uh you know just keep Be rolling awesome. guys take care and of let yourself me know if you're also playing the last of us so we can go ah at each other um on our twitter or facebook or whatever. yeah uh we love you guys we love you guys we love you guys Bye. Bye.